皆さんこんにちは and welcome to Shogo's podcast. So today guys, I'd like to share with you something that I just recently looked up and searched for information and I was able to find something new that I did not know about for a really really long time even though I've been training in Budo martial arts for quite a while now and I'd like to share this with you if you know about this or not. So basically what happened is at our samurai experience at Yushinkan, the, uh, the samurai training with modern day Musashi activity, we actually have a kamidana, which is basically a shrine within the house, within a dojo. I'm pretty sure if you train in Budo martial arts, you'll probably find one of those um, shrines within dojo. You would probably do your bowings to them, like how you do it at shrines, um, and you would start your training, or maybe before a training and after a training you would do that, right? And Once when we had some, some guests, a group of four came, came to experience, we actually, of course, asked them to do the bowing to the shrine at the beginning of the training, as we usually do. And then they, they de declined or rejected because probably of religious reasons, they believe in a very, uh, they believe in a religion and that only has a certain God, for example, and um, they, they said they can't do that. And that's completely understandable, 100% understandable. I'm not talking... About that. Um, the thing is, is that that actually that experience gave me the opportunity to think: Why do you, you know, uh, Japanese dojos or Buddha martial arts have you know those kamidana, those shrines in the first place? You know, I just always thought that because you know it's a traditional culture, it's better that we always be thankful towards gods, gods. You know, just be thankful that we were able to safely train today and all that kind of stuff. And that's my personal belief towards Shintoism in the first place. You know. Um, but when I actually started doing some research, I was actually able to find some really, really interesting information. So this is what I'm going to be sharing with you today. I will absolutely be making a full video about this too. I was actually pretty shocked. That's the thing here. I was actually pretty shocked because it was very different from what I expected on um, the purpose of Kamidana, those shrines and dojos to be. Now, to make a really long story short, until... Until Japan developed the, uh, the how, how do you say it in English? I should have looked this up before I started recording the podcast. But basically, um, the, how Japan was during World War II, that Japan, if that makes sense. How do you say uh, when Japan was in the, the country was really fo focused more on military, you know, that, that era of Japan, you know, the Meiji era the, into the Showa era, you know, when Japan tried to westernize and started to put a lot of power into military and uh, started to invade a lot of places, that era, you know. The timing when the dojos in Japan, training martial arts, started to have those shrines within the dojo is at that timing. Now then, why? What, how was the dojos before that, right? Dojos before that actually did not have those shrines within a dojo. They only had some hanging scrolls that had the names of the gods of martial art from Kojiki, which is the Japanese uh, mythology, you know, the ancient stories of how Japan was built. So there were no shrines. But then why did the new government, the westernized government, when they wanted to build a strong military country, why did they start having these shrines within the dojo? It's actually because they wanted to spread the idea, um, the belief that the emperor of Japan is a god. So basically, they changed, they shifted the purpose of training martial arts to making each individual strong or making each warrior samurai strong to protect their clans or protect the shogunate. They changed it that the people who are training themselves, training martial arts, is doing it because they will they will be serving the emperor in the future. That's the reason why they start to have shrines 
And that's originally the reason why modern Budo martial arts were starting to be trained in that era for after Japan's westernization. So I was really, really shocked. Um, Japan, of course, at that time, the government started to do a lot of different uh, measures to try to spread the belief that the emperor is a god so they can have absolute control of their people. Basically, they believed that they needed a almost like an absolute god to try to make Japan as strong as Western countries back at that time, right? And of course, that leads to a very, very bad, bad and wrong path, you know, leading to World, Wars, um, World War II and the Pacific War and such, right? But I was really shocked that before the major restoration before Japan westernized, Japan didn't even have such shrines within dojo. And the purpose originally, even though I was bowing to the shrines all the time, believing that it was just being thankful to the environment and all to the nature and life and being able to train like this safely, the original purpose was actually completely different. And I was shocked that even after Japan, well, is supposed to have overcome that terrible era of invading all the ancient countries and, you know, fighting wars and such with uh, countries all over the world, even though we've kind of finally overcame it and we're, Japan is now finally a peaceful country, it's uh, shocking that we still kind of carry on this culture and we haven't kind of reverted it back to the time during the Edo period or before that when um, people trained martial arts for the gods of martial arts and not for the emperor of Japan. Now, this is a very controversial topic, to be very honest. Um, this is something that's very difficult to explain to Japanese people because there are still people in Japan who believe that the emperor of Japan is a god, you know, and is holy, basically sacred. Um, I would say probably those right-winged um, organizations would probably call him still a holy god and the Japan is a, the land of, a chosen, of the chosen by gods, you know, that kind of belief, you know, there are people who are like that. So I would, uh, if I speak like this openly in public in Japanese uh, social media, for example, I would probably be attacked very much just like when I was attacked uh, whenever I made videos related to the emperor or history uh, um, involving that, you know? Um, so something that I can't, um, I will definitely be making a full video about this. I'll probably be thinking of the ways to explain it, not just like in this podcast channel. My podcast and I only have my very close friends here, as I explained before in my, in my previous podcast, that I never want to promote this channel because this is a place, a, a platform where I want to talk about the things that I want to talk about, you know? Um, so yeah, just, uh, it's a really difficult, complicated thing, but um, this is something that I found out. And now, you might be thinking, then Shogar, are you not going to be doing your um, greetings or you know, your bowings to the Kamidana anymore? That the answer is no. Um, because obviously, probably no one knows that the original purpose or meaning of the, the, uh, the Kamidana anymore, the shrines within the dojos anymore. So no one is bowing to the Kamidana to bow to the emperor of Japan and their training because they are meant to sacrifice their lives for the emperor. No one is probably doing it for that purpose anymore. Even the Kobudo, Asayama Ishidendi, has a shrine inside their dojo. So you can understand that it's kind of um, very, very uh, common to have it yeah, and to bow to it is it's like common sense within the modern uh, Budo world. So I think it's up to you to believe what you're bowing to because that's the good part about Shintoism in the first place. There is no just one god. There's literally gods in everything, in water, in air, in wind, in air, in earth, in rocks, and you know, in sand and everything, right? So I just will continue to believe that I'm bowing to those shrines just to be to remember that I'm thankful for my health, thankful for the environment, thankful for my instructors, uh, for my uh, fellow trainees and all those, all everything around me. And I'll just continue to do the bowing, believing that this is what I'm bowing to. Yeah, But I just wanted to share this with you because it was really shocking learning about the original purpose, why uh, the dojo started to have Kamidana, Kamidana shrines.
So that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. As I always say, the ultimate goal of my life is to make all Japan lovers' dreams come true. So I know there's a lot of people studying Japanese, willing to come to Japan to study, travel, or work, or even train our social culture and such. However, I am very afraid that Japan will not be able to make everyone's dreams come true, come true in the future because we're facing a lot of social problems, we're losing our traditional culture, and the younger generations who are supposed to be carrying on the good things about Japan are dying because of all the social issues being shoved against them. So I really want to dedicate my life trying to make Japan a better place. I want to try to solve the social problems, preserve and evolve traditional culture, and also help out the younger generations so they can have a brighter future. And to do this, the nearest goal I have right now is to make the Yushinkan Samurai Experience a big success. And also, if you can check out my Kofi page and Suzuki merchandise page, it'd be great if you can support me through the description box, by the way, too. Okay, guys, thank you so much. And uh, please let me know your ideas in the comments, your thoughts after hearing this. Um, if you ever, uh, if you do have a, a Kamidana Shrine within your dojo, what you were thinking about um, as you do the bowing, for example, it'd be great if you can let me know your opinions. Opinions. <laughs> thank you so much, guys.